Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Bishop Gilbert Coleman, and you're listening to Straight from the Pastor's Heart Ministries. Prepare yourself to receive what's going to be a life-changing word. Think about when you didn't have very much to eat. Some days you didn't know exactly what was going to hit the table. And now you can go to the cupboard and you can pull out almost anything you want. And even if you don't have a job right now, you're still getting money from somewhere. Oh, man, I know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you're still getting money from somewhere. God is still making sure that you're provided for. Because he, without a doubt, keeps his promise. He said that he would always supply our need. And I don't think that there's a one of us in this room right now that can make the utterance and say that God has not provided your needs. Amen. See, I, I, sometimes we become... Uh, disgusted and you know frustrated over the fact that you're not receiving what you want come on now but you can watch this but you can get what you want too. <clears throat> delight yourself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires what come on now of your heart the desires of your heart uh, and so please understand that the, the way that the Hebrew is phrased right there, it means the unspoken desires. <clears throat> Yet God will give you the things that you have not even uttered. <laughs> now, how can he do that? Because he knows your thoughts are far off. So, so here it is that the Lord knows your thoughts even before you think them. So he knows what to supply, which is why the scripture says, Jesus said it. He said that he would, he knows what you stand in need of even before you, even before you ask. He already knows. And so he already, he makes provision. Pro means before. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? And so child of God, therefore, every one of us in this room has so much to be thankful for today. So much. And thank God for every one of you that uh, think it not robbery to be in the house of the Lord today, uh, to be able to come together and to worship and praise Almighty God, you know, for uh, his wonderful protection and provision toward all, all of us and more than anything for his salvation. And to know that every one of us in this room right now is a recipient also of eternal life. Yeah, that, that's a big darn deal for me. Eternal life to know that there is a day approaching when we'll have a gathering where there'll be no end to it. Because we will praise and worship God all day. Now notice I said all day. 
because there will be no night. Hallelujah. The moon and the sun will go to bed. They won't have to shine anymore. You didn't read that one yet, huh? Yeah, they won't have to shine anymore because his glory will light up the sky. See, because see, see, what you have to keep in mind, they won't need to shine anymore. Now, you see, because really what you have to remember is that the sun and the moon and the stars all came out of him. And how can they shine brighter than their source? Yeah, 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 wrap your mind around that one. Oh yeah, and so I, I, I long for that day. I ain't trying to rush that day. But I long for that day. Yeah, that's right. I long for that day, I long for the day to spend my eternity in his presence. But, but here's the thing. You, you can begin to enjoy that presence right here. To walk with your God every day, all day. You can achieve that position to where the Lord can be so much a part of your every day that you'll get to the place where you'll be able to say like David said, the zeal of your house has consumed me. Why has it consumed me? Because he is an all-consuming fire. Okay, okay. He's an all-consuming fire and all you have to do is present yourself as a piece of wood. Woo! Man, oh man, oh man, okay, okay. I, I, I know, I know some, some of y'all ready to go get the turkey, I understand. But I pray to God, I pray, yeah, right. But I pray to God that we would not allow ourselves to reduce this day to a turkey. Uh, because if we can understand, of course, the, the spiritual implications, but beyond that, if we could understand what it costs that first group of people that came here. Of course, the Indians were already here. However, those first group of folks that came here from Europe and to know that they had to survive a very bitter, bitter cold a better winter in order for them to even try to exist in this land. And if it had not been for an Indian by the name of Squanto, watch this, Squanto who had been trained in Europe. Read the history. He had been trained in Europe and he was then sent, he then came back to America and it's amazing that God would have him here when those Europeans showed up. And he was the one who trained them how to survive. God always has a ram in the bush. Always has somebody who will be there for you when you don't know what to do. Amen, amen, but watch this. But, but, but I know sometimes we ask the question, well, well, what do I do when I don't know what to do? Stand still and see Oh man, I, I'm, I'm feeling this this morning. And see the salvation of the Lord. 
Amen. Stand still. That's a difficult place for us sometimes because we human beings are always uh, accustomed to being able to handle things on our own. That we always seem to have some slick plan. But if we would just learn how to wait on the Lord and be of good courage, he will. He will do what? He'll strengthen your hearts. Wait, I say. Wait on the Lord and, re and, wait, and rest in the Lord while, and wait patiently for him. Rest in the Lord. Now, now this, is, this is for somebody in this room right now. Although the Spirit of God wouldn't give me this, this particular passage. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. There is someone in this room, a couple of folks. Do not be in a hurry in this season. Slow down. Slow down because I can hear the Spirit of God saying right now that you are about to speed your way into a mistake. Slow down. Pump your brakes. It's going to happen. Just pump your brakes. Stop always trying to be the one that's going to handle things that you always somehow or another feel like you're going to figure your way out of it. And the Spirit of God says you will not figure your way out of this one. Stand still. Now, here's the other thing. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Use what you have. Don't be, don't be looking for anything else outside of yourself. God says everything you need to be able to handle your present set of circumstances is already in you. Don't look for anything else outside of you. You have what you need. Now, why that quiet the house down? Yeah. Because, because unfortunately, you know, sometimes we always think that the solution to our problems is somewhere outside of ourselves. Amen. When in actuality, we forget that the word says you are thoroughly furnished unto every good work. You are complete in him. So you need not look outside yourself for a thing. It's all there. The only problem is that sometimes you're in such a hurry because you don't like the way your circumstances make you feel. Because you you, you're nervous in the service. Slow down. Slow down. Now, now in fact, real quick, before I move forward, find somebody, look them in the face right now, come on, find somebody, and tell them this, this may not be for you. But just in case it is, slow down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Slow down. If I, don't, if I don't say another word today, that's it. Somebody needs to write that down, put the date next to it, that the Lord said, I need to slow down. Amen. I need to slow down because, because all you're doing is making yourself real irritable. That's the, that's the reason why you can't be around people right now too often. You don't want to be around nobody because of how irritable you are and how irritable you think people make you. Ain't nobody making you nervous. Ain't nobody irritating you. You're just irritated because of the fact that you want things to be different. And you must, hear this, you must go through this season. You are not getting around this. I don't care how much you pray. 
And there's one person in particular, you was on your face last night. You were praying your brains out. Lord, change this. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. <laughs> and you making God tired <laughs> with your complaining. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, without complaining. Do all things. Get rid of your complaint. Get rid of your negativity. Because your negativity is causing your situation not to get better. You're making it worse. Because you have... Uh-oh, why you don't want to preach that? You have what you say. You have what come out your mouth. Death in life is where? Power of the tongue. So there are some of you that are speaking yourself into a deep hole. Change your language, church. I, I, not only the prophet that came here and said it, but I, I was saying it way before he came. Change your language. Speak faith words. Hallelujah. Speak faith words, man. Faith comes by hearing. So guess what? Guess what? And I was saying this to us when we were praying a couple weeks ago. Listen. You have to hear that stuff. So what do you have to do? Confess it. You keep confessing that stuff over you. So faith comes by hearing. And the more I hear myself say it. Y'all on board? The more I hear myself say it, the more, you're, the more repetitious this thing becomes. Then after a while what happens is that you begin to get sight for what you're saying. And now that I've said it about 10, 15 times, whoa, now I can see it. It begins to formulate. Why does it formulate? Because words eventually create shape, form. Come on, y'all know what I said. And what? Substance. Shape, form, and substance. So therefore, the words that you speak take on a life. Yes. Because Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are and they are life. So some of you are speaking yourself into a ditch. And that ditch will become so deep you can't crawl out. Unless the Lord lift you out. Praise God that the Lord don't walk away from you. When you go down. <laughs> Peter saw the wind. He saw the way, sorry, he saw the clouds, saw the lightning, heard the thunder saw the waves begin to roll and when he saw all that stuff the bible says what he began to sink because he took his eyes off of the vision and the only reason why some of y'all are failing in here right now is because you took your eyes off of what it was that god gave you and because of the fact that it didn't happen overnight because you didn't become this holy wonder y'all quiet up in here and I, I know y'all say I should open the Bible, right? But because of the fact that, that you didn't become this holy wonder is a reason why, watch this, you stop giving God thanks. You don't say thank you to God no more because your mouth is too filled with woe is me. And now, 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 now well, that, I, I'm, I'm going to help somebody with this one. You ain't going to like it. But I'm going to help somebody with this one. <laughs> if you have problems right now, you have problems for a reason. 
Thank you, Pastor. If you have trouble right now, you have trouble for a reason. There's an absolute reason why you must have this at this particular time. Stop trying to get around it. Especially after the major prayers you prayed. I mean, come on. You told God how much you wanted to get to know him. Let me stand back over here for a minute. You told God, you prayed it, he heard it. You said, Lord, I want to get to know you. I want to walk with you, Lord. Do you think that you can pray that kind of a prayer and it costs you nothing? Look, look at the price that the uh, biblical patriarchs and matriarchs, look at the price they had to pay in order for them to ultimately carry out the things that God designed for them. Right? Yes, sir. Because think about this, y'all. Think about this. That here it is that Joseph, of course, we know he had to, you know, be traded off to merchants in a pit and all that stuff, in jail and all that kind of stuff, forgotten by people that he, people he helped. And, and see, that, oh, I feel that. Because that's the reason why some of y'all upset right now. Because you helped some people and when it came time for them to help you, they were nowhere to be found. You gave them money and they forgot all about you. The money is nowhere to be found right now and you in deep trouble financially yourself and have reached out to them and they looked the other way. What happened to all that praise that was going on up in here? Y'all was jumping and shouting, come on now. Aren't you thankful? Because let me tell you something. David could never have been a giant killer if there had not been a Goliath. And so what's going on right now is that this is your Goliath. You better go to the brook and find yourself some stones. You better find yourself something to fight back with. Because, because think about that. A stone. A stone. See, the only reason why some of y'all is really messed up is because you're looking for some big thing to fight the battle with. And all you need is a small stone. See, because remember that the stone ended up, yeah, it was flung from David's slingshot, but it was carried to Goliath's head by the Holy Ghost. So you need, you need, you need just that small stone that you will offer to God and then let God make use of it to change your situation around. Because remember, on the flip side of that, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. So again, Veronica, for some of us in here, it's the little irritants of life that have you stymied the little irritants of life that cause you to lose focus. Yeah. 
uh, because think about this. Now here is Martha. She's running all around the house, rattling pots, you know, and hey, fixing food was a good thing. That was a good thing. You know, it was a real good thing. Now, my thought has always been this, Charlotte. It was a good thing. However, question is, is that what Jesus really wanted? Was Jesus the one who asked for food? No. Look at the scripture. He didn't ask for nothing. He sat down and started teaching. Right? He was the one feeding. He didn't ask to be fed. And Martha says, Jesus, tell my sister get up from there. She ought to be here running around with me. Because of course, at that time, always, in most instances, the cooking was done by the women. So therefore, Martha said, hey, tell her to do what's supposed to be her womanly duty. Jesus said, no, I'm not. Because she has chosen that good part and I'm not taking it away from her. Y'all got it? So here's the thing. Could it be, could it just be that some of you in here right now, the only reason why things are not moving as swiftly as you would desire is because you being Martha when you should be Mary. Ooh. You running around doing a whole bunch of busy stuff that God never told you to do when you should be spending time at his feet. Getting what it is that is going to improve, enhance, and expand your spiritual world in life. But you're too busy doing stuff that has absolutely no meaning. It's worthless. And you think that God going to bless that. And so, so what does that say to us, Ray? What it says is, is that you trying to get God to say yes to some stuff he already said no to. And it's amazing how it is that we think that if we continue to pray and add a little fasting to it, that somehow we're going to convince God that he should change his mind and do things the way I'm outlining it, Lord, even though you ask God for his perfect will. Which is it? Which one do you want? Do you really want his perfect will? And if you really want his perfect will, then get out the way. Get out of the way and stop praying these so-called persuasive prayers and doing all of these religious gymnastics. It's quiet up in this Holy Ghost filled house. Come on, we should be dancing right about now, y'all. But all of these religious gymnastics that we go through that we somehow think is going to thrill God. The, Bruce, the only thing, the only, the only thing that the Lord is thrilled with is your obedience. Period. The end. And you obey him with no questions asked. Amen. Let me say this. I didn't even think I was going to minister like this. I, I had something. All, I, I might as well keep going. I inch. 
because, because you, know, you know what, Marguerite, you know what our other problem is? You have no visual. You have no visual of what God has done. I'm not talking about what God is doing. I'm saying you have no visual of what God has done. What is it that the Lord has miraculously performed for you in your past life that has even brought you to the place where you are right now? Yee, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost on this. See, see, because I understand something. Look, Curse, when we look at the, at, the, at the heritage of the children of Israel, the nation of Israel, we will see that their whole existence was wrapped around miracle signs and wonders. Even when they got started, when they got started, it was all predicated upon miracles. From Moses, even until their eventual exodus, it was all miracles. But come on now. He is a man, a man who didn't know nothing about God, talking to a bush that wasn't burning. And a voice is coming out of it. Come on, y'all. A voice is coming out of the bush. He's talking to the bush, but the bush has a flame on it and it does not burn. Who else but the creator of the universe can do with his own creation whatever he desires? And if he wants to touch it and not burn it, he can do that. That's the sovereignty of God. He shows him and says, hey man, look, I'm going to show you. No problem. You're going to be able to have some power, Moses. What? Let me show you. Stick your hand, six his hand size bosom, bring it back out, leprosy. He said, okay, stick it back in, stick it back in, bring it back out, it's clean. So here it is that he knows for himself miracles, right? He goes down to Egypt, okay, we fast forward. He goes on down to Egypt, goes in to talk to Pharaoh, and we know the story, you know, about, the, about him throwing down his rod, turned to a serpent and all that kind of stuff, another miracle. And then look at how it is that God then does 10 different miracles. Now, each miracle was predicated on a God that Egypt served. <laughs> because some of us sometimes wonder, well, why was it 10 plagues? Because they had 10 different gods. And so he brought a plague against every one of their gods. Y'all got that. Okay, and so here it is, watch this. Here it is, the water turns to blood. It turns to blood for the Egyptians, but does not turn to blood for the Israelites. God Almighty. He brings lice on the Egyptians, but does not bring them on the Israelites. He brings flies on the Egyptians, but does not perform that against. Come on now. He brings frogs on the Egyptians, but does not bring that on. He, bring, he brings locusts on the Egyptians, but does not bring locusts on. Oh my God, right? The waters become diseased. He brings that on the Egyptians, but he does not do it to the Israelites, right? The livestock, their cattle begins to die, but he brings it on the Egyptians, but does not bring it on, on the Israelites. And then of course, there was darkness. And the Bible says that the darkness was so heavy, you could feel it. What kind of darkness is that? 
that it has a, it has a presence. Well, yeah, because he controls the light and the darkness. Who Jesus, okay? And then the firstborn of all Egyptians' homes die, but not a one dies in the Israelite camp. Why? Because they were covered by the blood. Huh? They were covered by the blood. So now, so my thing is this here. If I'm an Israelite, when I walk out of Egypt, I'm walking out of there a bad man. After my father then finished dealing with y'all like that, I don't need no more convincing. Are y'all hearing me here? I don't need no more persuasion, right? And then, and then, watch this. He said, look, go knock on your neighbor's door and say, hey, I'm here to get your money. Read it. He said, I'm here, he said, I'm here to get your money. And the Bible says that, I said, what, what you want up in here? Take all, take it all. They were paying them to get out. And they left and they went out into the wilderness and already, like I said, hey, I wouldn't need nothing else to be proven to me. Not one thing. But then he says, look, we done met this Red Sea, Lord. What we gonna do? He said, hey, don't be crying. Look at what he told Moses. Don't cry to me. Read it. Read it. He said, he said, don't cry to me. He said, don't you come to me with that stuff. He said, use what you already have. He said, what I got? Got a rod. See, and the problem with some of y'all in here right now is that the Lord already gave you what you need if you would just stretch forth your rod. If you would just utilize all of the giftings and the skill and the ability and the anointing of God that is on your life, you wouldn't be doing so bad. So he said, use what you have. He stretches out the rod. Can't, listen, I, I, I always try to wrap my mind around this. To see water stand up in a column. See, you can't wrap your mind around it right now. To think water standing up in a column on both sides. And then when you walk through where the water was, there's no mud. You walk through on totally dry land. Now, now understand, now understand the miracle though. Understand the miracle because it did not happen instantaneously. The miracle took place overnight. Why? Because the Lord sent the wind to blow through there to make sure they dried up everything before they went through. So don't you understand that the Lord always makes the way before you? if in fact you would trust him to take you to where he's taking you that even though what you're walking through looks to be foreboding even though what you're walking through looks like it's going to ultimately take you over and consume you if you just trust God and believe that he has already made the way for you you don't have to worry about where you're going because he's already made the way yes and so after walking through water, Jesus, 
and walketh through water and, and then they, watch this, the Bible says that they endured the baptism of Moses. Why? Because the mist of the water. Oh, the mist of the water is baptizing them as they go through. Because the Bible does not say that they were baptized unto God. They were baptized unto Moses because, because Moses was their leader. So therefore they were baptized unto him so they would be able to follow his direction. Because he was the instrument that God was using to perform the miracles. Isn't it amazing though how it is that sometimes people cry out against the very individual that God is using to try to make things better. It's quiet up in here. Because we don't want to trust the person that God is using to try to make things better for us. Amen. Because of the fact that we think that we have a better idea. Oh, and it happened. Oh, it happened even before they crossed the Red Sea. There were some folks down there. They weren't even part of the Israelites. The Bible says they were strangers. They were foreigners. And they were the ones saying, man, we can't do this. We can't do this. We can't do this. See, understand this here. When you got people around you who supposedly are part of the crowd and talking about we can't do it, they're not a part of the crowd. Because, see, I, I don't need nobody trying to tell me I can't. Y'all better walk with me on this. I don't need people telling me I can't. Amen. I don't need you in my camp if you're trying to tell me I cannot accomplish this or I can't achieve something. Hallelujah. Amen. Because understand this here. Once I get on the other side of it, I don't want you saying, yeah, look at what we did. Uh -uh. We ain't done nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and that's, why, that's, why, that's why every water walker needs a water walker around them. You need somebody who will feed your faith. Come on, child of God. See, that, that's why Moses had a Joshua. Yeah, he had somebody that was willing to walk along with him. The thing about this here, that, that we, we get on through that and they're out there in the wilderness, all that kind of stuff. And now Moses goes up uh, to get the uh, Ten Commandments. Now, when he goes up to get the Ten Commandments, guess who went with him? Joshua. But Joshua couldn't go to the top of the mountain. Joshua had to sit somewhere waiting for 40 days and 40 nights until Moses got back. Y'all better come on here. Joshua could not go up. Only Moses. And Joshua, though, trusted the God in Moses enough to where he was willing to wait until Moses showed back up. But here's the key, here's the key, here's what's key, Alan, here's what's key. The key is this here, is that Joshua knew he was coming back. The folks down there in the valley were the ones who didn't believe he was coming back. And watch this here, and they had a preacher with them. Y'all quiet up in here. Yeah, he, he had a, they had a preacher with him. But because look, Aaron was still there. Aaron was the one who was said, let's go make a golden calf. He said, yeah, man. Go get the gold, man. Go get the earrings. Go get the nose ring. Go get all that stuff. Bring it here. We'll melt it up. We're going to make a golden calf. The preacher. That's why you can't listen to every one of those folks who...
You better know who got the anointing on them. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because let me tell you something. Just because the fact that some folks can quote a couple of scriptures does not mean they anointed. Don't mean they've been sent by God either. That's why you better search the scriptures for yourself. Amen, church. Amen. And so therefore, children of God, just as the same as the children of Israel, the only reason why some of y'all are struggling right now is because you don't have a visual. You got amnesia. You don't remember none of the miracles that the Lord performed in your life. Hey, y'all better come on up in here. That's the reason why some of y'all ain't making it. You forget about what God brought you through. Forget about what God delivered you from. You forget about when the frogs was in your life. You forget about when the locusts had been released against you. Oh. You forget about when darkness was all around you. And the Lord brought you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. You need a visual. Come on now, are you hearing me? You need a visual, child of God. And, and watch this. And the visual will bring you to the place of where 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, it says right there. It says, in everything. What do I do? Come on, talk to me, Mike. In everything, give what? Give thanks. For this is what? The, the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning who? Me. Me, yeah, me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Concerning me in everything, in everything, in, 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 Alicia, in, while, while I'm in the midst of it, while, while, I'm, while I'm trapped, seemingly with no way out. Come on now. And, and, listen, and it seems like there's just no way out. It seems as if the, this struggle will never end. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It seems as if there's no door, no way. Uh, but, but, he, but listen, listen, listen. He already told me that there is no test that, it, oh, Chris, that has taken me except that which is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tested above that which you are able and will with the test make a way for you to be able to escape. You are coming out of this. You are going to your next dimension. You are going to receive the blessing. You are going to be delivered. You are going to get your breakthrough. He will make a way out of no way. Yes, sir. That way to be able to what? Escape. God can make doors where there are no doors. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And so, child of God, so child of God, look, 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 stop, stop wailing and stop bemoaning your situation, man. Forget it, forget it. And all that you ought to do is just what Paul said: give thanks. And then, and then in the verse, in the verse just before that, he he says, rejoice. Rejoice. Why do I rejoice? I rejoice because I have a visual. I know what I've been through. Oh, I, I told you, I don't look back and wonder. I know what I came through. I know how I got through it. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, because there were instances when I needed a Red Sea. Hallelujah. 
but even though I had a Red Sea, I also knew I had a God on my side who could part the sea. I knew I had a God on my side who could give me dry land to walk on. I knew I had a God on my side who eventually would kill my enemies. I knew I had a God on my side who will give me a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. He'll lead and guide me what? All the way. So that's why today, without a doubt, I can say thank you. Hey. Woo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can say thank you. I thank you, oh God. I thank you for my wilderness. I thank you, oh God, for my Red Sea. I thank you, oh God, for the times I was down. I thank you, oh God, for the times that I was struggling. I thank you, oh God, for the times I was going through. I thank you for my trial. I thank you for my tribulation. I thank you for my tests. Because he'll be with me in my sixth trouble and in my seventh, no evil. No evil shall come nigh me. I'm not worried. I'm not afraid. The old folks say, I'm not worried and I'm not afraid. Why? Because I know he'll do just what he said. Some of you in this room right now, including you, you've seen too many miracles for you to doubt. Too many miracles to be concerned. Too many miracles to be worried. Too many. Look at the stuff that God has brought you through. Through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. Twas grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me on. You ought to give somebody a high five and tell them, God did it. God did it. And because God did it, the one thing I'm assured of, God will do it. Oh, yes, he will. That's why I give thanks with a grateful heart. Are you hearing me? I give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks. Why? Because he's given Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is son. And now, let the weak say, let the poor say, uh-huh, because of what? Lord has done. And so in everything, I'm going to do what? Give thanks. Give thanks. I'm going to give thanks. Because I know that after all that I have been through, and when I came out on the other side, God did it. God did it. Trust him for your healing. Trust him for your deliverance. Trust him 
for your financial breakthrough. I'm telling y'all right now, and I decree and I declare this over this house right now, every one of you, every one of you, I decree this. Within the next 30 days, you will see a financial miracle. gonna see it happen in the next 30 days financial miracle God's gonna deliver the person you've been praying for it's gonna happen stop being afraid God's gonna do this he promised you and just because of the fact that it's taking some time does not mean that the Lord ain't going to do this. He hears your heart. He hears your heart and he knows how close they are to you. Don't you dare worry another day. You got that, sis? He's going to do this for you. Oh, my God. You've been waiting for a while, but he's going to do this. Absolutely. Beyond what you even expect. Or can imagine beyond 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 Kevin and I don't know if I've even had to minister to you for a long time but man stop waiting for the house and go get it you've known for a while that the Lord desires to see you and your family move and it's not that you have a bad place, but he wants you to have better. And I'm telling you, it'll be the room that you need so that you can do ministry that's in your heart. He's gonna make the way for you. Gonna make the way for you, don't wait. The Lord says he already gave you what you need. Now go get it. My, 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 my. Woo. Give thanks with a grateful. Come on. Yeah, to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ His Son. Thanks, faithful heart, give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks, oh yeah, because He's given Jesus, Jesus Christ.
Say it one more time. Give thanks. Give thanks. Let's go back up one more time. Give thanks. Give thanks. With a grateful heart. Blessing today, yeah. Give that blessed name, yeah. Give that bless the name of Jesus, bless the name, yeah. Give that. what he's going to do, yeah. Oh, thank you for what he's doing right now. Oh, yeah. Give thanks. Father, we cannot thank you enough for your word today. And thank you for the riches and depth of your word. And I pray, Father, that this word will have pricked the spirit, the mind, the heart of every one of your people. That, Father, if they can't get anything else from this message, Lord, I pray, Father, that they will remind themselves over and over again of where you brought us from. The things that you've done for us, oh God how we've come over hills and mountains and valleys, how we've had to forge rivers, oh God, streams, and yet, Lord, we've made it. You promised us, Father, that if we would go through the water, that we wouldn't drown. And you said, Father, if we went through the fire, that it wouldn't even burn us. So we bless you for it. And thank you in advance, oh God, for the things that we may have to endure that are yet to come. 
Now, Holy Father, if there's anyone today who does not know you and a part of this sin, my prayer, Father, is that they'll be saved. Or if they're looking for a place, oh God, to where they can now join themselves to be able to fulfill your divine destiny for their lives, let it be done according to your plan, according to your will, in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, that your people, even though today is a day of celebration, yet, Lord God, I pray that they will not allow anything carnal to slip into their lives today just because of the fact that others may be celebrating that way. But I pray, Father, that even though it may be a holiday for others, let it be a holy day for us. In the name of Jesus, that, Father, that we'll be just grateful and thankful just for you being master and Lord of our lives. Thank you, Lord. For it's in Jesus' name we pray this prayer with thanksgiving. Amen. Can you put those hands together? Them glad hands. Them sanctified hands. Hallelujah. You've been listening to Straight from the Pastor's Hearts Ministries. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And especially for that man or for that woman out there who does not know the Lord Jesus today, please know that it's a very, very simple process. You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to jump up and down or anything like that. All that the Lord is looking for you to do is one simple thing. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised it from the dead. You shall be saved. Please know it's just that simple. You don't have to do anything else. But more than anything, make sure that you listen back into us once again. Don't you dare miss it. We'll have some vital information for you once again to help you continue this great journey along with the Lord Jesus Christ. Love you all now. God bless. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.